Good. Today is you Thursday. To no, I was oh, talking okay. to I was talking to the listeners. Let's just check him. Well, now you just ruined the <laughs> opening. Today's Thursday, January twenty second, and you're listening to the Talking Games podcast. We're back. Yeah. Yes. We Officially, are. yeah. Yeah. It's been a it's been a whirlwind couple of weeks. A lot of game of the year discussions, but all that's behind us now. It's in the rearview mirror. We're moving forward. Before we get moving forward and talking about the thing that we're here to talk about, which is obviously German sausage. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about that. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I have to. No, you, sh- you don't. Oh, okay. All right, I'm not going to talk about the German sausage. Anymore. Well, let's talk about our last couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. What have they been like for everybody? Steve, you've... <laughs> Nobody has any idea what you were just talking about. <laughs> well, that's all right. Uh, It'd be an anticlimax if I actually told the German sausage story. I'm sure that you will eventually. <laughs> All secrets come out on the Talking Games podcast. All right, Jackie, oh, yes. just go ahead. Tell the story. No, it's, not no, no, it's no, funny no. now. All right, fine. No, no, no save yeah. it. Steve, you were in Canada for the last couple of weeks. Why don't you tell me about that? I was in Canada. Um, I went to London, Ontario, to visit my girlfriend and share the holidays. My birthday, our two-year anniversary, and Christmas. And New Year. And New Year. Jesus, that is a lot of things. Yes, yes it was. And you had a crazy long drive at one point, right? Well, the drive to her place from the airport is about two and a half hours. And that's not bad. The one from her place to her parents' house, however, out in Fitzroy Harbor, is seven and a half hours. That's pretty bad. Canada's big. But it's not bad. Thanks, Jackie. (laughs) When, like, we both, we're both into a lot of the same music. So every road trip that we take, I make, like, a mix. Like, I put, like, a bunch of albums onto an iPod and I surprise her with a bunch of stuff. So we just listened to music the whole way up. I got her into this band uh, that I love called The Faint. And she just fell in love with them. We were rocking out the whole way before we knew it, we were there. Cool. And, and that's, that's dedication, like a seven and a half hour playlist. It was, I mean, you know, we stop at places. Um, we stop at the same place every time that we go out there. It's like this little gas station uh thing like but it's in the middle of like nowhere see that's how I, I picture canada in my head like whenever i picture canada i always picture the original x-men movie the rogue <laughs> is like up in the like it's just woods and then there's this bar and then logan's fighting in a cage and that's how i picture canada for the most part there is that stuff but it's kind of more north than where we are and stuff like that i want to go there if there's men fighting in cages that's enough out of you <laughs> But it was a good, it was a good time. Um, we played a lot of Diablo, so that was where a lot of my steam for the end of the year stuff was coming from, and, and throughout the year, of course. Yeah, I noticed every time I signed on, I'm like, "Yep, Steve's playing Diablo," and then I was like, "No, oh, that's right, Steve's up with Bronwyn, so they're playing Diablo together." Yep. I, you know, she doesn't mind if I play other things, but if she doesn't have like something specific to do, she's like. We played Diablo. Nice. Played Di- cool. oh, oh, it's I, I love it. That's it's, great. It's fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't ask for a better situation. If I yeah. asked Ange to play Diablo, she'd slap me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get Jay. He played it for I'd say like at least ten or fifteen minutes before yeah. he was like, "Yeah, I, I just I don't like this kind of thing." So, like, oh, do you want to try a little bit more? No, not really. Oh, and that was man. it. <laughs> I love Jay. So the goal uh, at this point is to hook her up with a PS4. Because, I mean, eventually we plan on moving in together and figuring something out of whether I go there or she comes here. But um, I want to set her up with an account online so that we can play mm-hmm. while yes. we're away from each other. Because we want, like, it seems silly to buy another system and everything, but she's there, I'm here, and we love playing the game together. It's something we can do. It's almost necessary at this point. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and then later, you know, worry about the future in the future. 
Exactly. You always sell it off later or just keep a second PS4. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Having a second, even if you're in the same house, having a second PS4. Jackie could be would love a second PS4, so that way she doesn't have to move her uh, hers to her bedroom when people come <laughs> over and she wants to hide from them. One in the living yeah. room, one in the bedroom. Yeah. Done. Well, as as I was talking to Hugh, our friend Hugh, uh, last night, that we wanted to do the raid of, uh, with Destiny last night. And he was like, when are you going to be on? I said, well, it's six o'clock. I'm finishing dinner. I'm going to shove it down their throats so they can go find something else to do. And then I'll have the TV all to myself. Mother of the year. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what he texted me back. Is mothering done right. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, good Lord. So a second PS4 would be handy. Well, that's the plan. She doesn't know, but she's, she's not going to listen to this specific podcast. So, <laughs> Or maybe she will. She does listen to the show every now and again. Surprise. Right, spoilers, Roman. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, I played a lot of stuff while I was out there. I, I carved through at least like five or six games. Nice. Um, did some damage with, you know, well, I checked out Mordor. I didn't really do any damage with that until I got home. But um, it was a good time. It was a lot of a lot of good food, a lot of celebrating. It was cool to kind of cement myself in her family That's a little cool. bit more. You know, like I never got to share a holiday with them. And now that I've done that, it's just we don't get to spend a lot of time with them. And I like it that the few times that I've been there, every time has been for something like meaningful and bringing people together and it's just been a very welcoming situation that's great and they all love to party cool so yeah like you arrive after seven and a half hours at three o'clock in the morning you expect the house to be out they were up they had drinks (laughs) and they had like little like cakes and shit like ah well you know come on in and it's like it's three o'clock in the morning that's the way my family rolls (laughs) we'll get to that later no jackie yeah how was uh how was your last couple of weeks not bad not busy I've been playing a lot of games, kind of hibernating. <laughs> it's cold. I don't like going out in the cold, so I just stay inside. I've been marathoning Friends like crazy. Really? Yeah, popped up on Netflix. Friends. Oh, come on. You don't remember how good that show is. That's no, I'm not on. saying Friends is a bad show. I've, I think I've seen every episode there is of Friends, and uh-huh. I never really wanted to see any more after that. <laughs> I've very much been enjoying that. Yeah, so that's my exciting life. All right, then. <laughs> I wish I had a better story to tell, but I don't. I have stories. I do. Well, I have one kind of funny story. All right, go ahead. I bought my son a new pair of sneakers yesterday, and he was so excited he farted. All right. Fantastic. (laughs) That's the only story I have. Sorry. Motherhood's amazing. (laughs) Yes, it is. That's at Jackie Turner (laughs) on Twitter. J-A-C-Q-U-I. Yes. (laughs) Uh, my uh, my last couple of weeks um, were filled with illness, as usual. As as I get any time off, I usually get sick. Uh, lots of video game playing. Uh, had family come in from Texas. My sister came in, and uh, the only really like cool thing that uh, I got to do is I got to go out and see Oella Moore, uh, the band that. Um, when did you do that? <clears throat> that's what else I did. Yeah, that's what you did. <laughs> uh, we did it um, maybe like two three weeks ago. I don't yeah. remember the exact date. Yeah. But uh, we went to like a local place. Uh, was it 89 North? No, it was Painters. Painters. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, it was fun. Jackie, we I told Jackie, uh, we have a like a, a Destiny group that we all play with. And so I told everybody on Destiny, like, you know, this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to go see this band. Because I was like, you know, you know, we said to the family, like, oh, let's go see this, this yeah. band. Because my sister, you know, she's she's uh, been seeing her boyfriend for a while now. And they're like on the, on the, the verge of probably getting engaged and so right. on and so forth romance and whatnot mm-hmm. and so i was like oh these guys should definitely play at your wedding now my sister 
is the most straight laced like everything has to be prim and proper and i was like <laughs> right. these guys wear masks and dump beer all over each other but they're oh, yeah. really they good they wear like gimp masks and yeah. old man masks and yeah they're kind of freaky and weird but they play awesome 80s music they, really they played i think we mentioned it before they played at bobby short's wedding yep. so that's where you know a that's lot where... of us know him from yeah. but they are fantastic it's escaping me oh no no i'm, I'm remembering it okay so have you ever when Godzilla came out the shitty Matthew Broderick Godzilla? Yeah. yeah. When Puff Daddy had the song that went along to that, it's all about the Benjamins and there's a guy screaming in the background. Yeah. Go like the hype man go like what? What? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. That's the guy from OLO Moore. What? Yeah. No. I'm serious. Ooh, I have to I have to google this later. I'm serious. Ooh, I have to check that out. That is interesting. That is very interesting. It was a good night. Uh it was freezing that night. Like free like the coldest it night was, we've had here in New York. Cold. It was about like 9 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh Justin was very drunk. I was insanely drunk. <laughs> it was very funny. He was you doing were drunk. That- Oh, oh yeah. he was wasted. He was like, you know, you know people gets that point where they're like, yeah, I'm drunk. I don't care. I'm just gonna keep st- saying stuff anyway, you and that's what drink, he did. Though. I've never seen you drink. I drink. I, I. No, he doesn't drink until he does, and then it's like full on. Oh, I don't like mean... drinking if I if I know that I have to drive somewhere, and I'm always driving everywhere. So it's like oh, I'm not gonna get drunk because I, you know, want to be safe her. and responsible yeah. and get home and not get arrested and not kill anybody. <laughs> so I always like if I have a drink, I'll have like a drink. Even yeah. I, I don't even like doing that. It's just like a weird rule I have. Mm-hmm. And so I did not drive that night because he knocked his not wife a, it's up. It's not a weird so. rule; it's a good rule. It's, it's a good, good rule. rule yeah. But yeah. this is why he got Ange pregnant. See, nine months of designated driver. See, Th- that think was about pretty it. much the plan. So that way I could drink. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I had quite a few drinks, and because I'm a lightweight, it took like three of them to get me there. <laughs> but they were very strong. Uh, yep. And at some point, I was wearing a scarf on my head like I was a ninja. Yes, There's he was. Photographic evidence of this. Yes, there is. It uh, was very funny. It was a good time. As as we were leaving and pulling out the parking lot, Justin walks right in front of our car. You that's that's yeah. an exaggeration. Walked I was, right out in front of the car. I was walking. <laughs> I was walking on the road, not in the road. I was walking on the side of the road. You know where you're going to be leaving. With his head down, texting. So hold on a minute. <laughs> Back up. You yes. have photos of Justin as a ninja, drunk. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. need you need to give oh, that to yes. me so that that can be the the photo. Oh, we'll put it on we'll put it on Twitter and we'll put it on our if, Facebook. With your permission. Oh, sure, why not? There Absolutely. you go. I mean, it's fine. It's All a right. good one. He he just didn't care about anything at that point. See, but I, I remember everything when I get drunk. Like I remember everything I said and did that night, but I just at that point I was like, I don't have a filter, so this is just happening. <laughs> and the next morning I was like, I probably should have kept the filter on. I don't ever remember like, oh, I, I never have those moments where it's like, ooh, I shouldn't have done that. That's okay. Yeah, it's amazing. So that was fun. That's what that's what else I did. Yeah, no, sounds I like good times. It was. Yeah. It was. It was, a, it, it was a. It was a good time. Yeah, it was. But, like I said, it's the Destiny crew. Yeah, so we, we very, you know we speak every night. Very rarely actually do I see any of them. So it was nice. fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a good what time. What else to do? No, that was it. I mean, that was seriously <laughs> it. <laughs> you too. I mean, just stayed home, played video games, it's which I guess. Uh, yeah, it's I guess fine. we'll get into. I mean, that's what we're here to do. We're not here to talk about German sausage. <laughs> we're here to talk about video games. Ugh. And we all played a lot of them. I mean, we, we took oh, a couple yeah. of weeks off. We recorded shows in advance, so that way we could play all the Game of the Year stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, of course, we didn't just play those games. Uh, but I know all of us played... What did we play here all together? I know we all played Shadow of Mordor, which mm-hmm. was our Game of the Year. Yeah. And so yeah. we don't have to have a big discussion about it. Yeah. But just a couple of thoughts for maybe those who haven't gotten to listen to the Game of the Year stuff. Like, overall thoughts on the game since we've all beaten it. I loved it. I mean, Steve, you go. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I had a really, really good time. with it. I'm still, like, in it right now. Um, 
I touched on Far Cry though, and then that that bit me hard, and I, I walked away from Mordor. But uh, I was kind of surprised by like the wrap up of the story. Like that was what I had left to do to like to beat the story mode, and the last I guess two missions or so seemed like relatively simple, like getting the the war chiefs um, hypnotized or whatever uh, dominated was harder for me than the end of the what game came after. Yep. Same um, thing. I don't want to talk too many spoilers. There was a really cool moment kind of like with you and your crew and just rushing in was really neat. Like kind of like your rise to power yeah. kind of thing. It's very cinematic. It's very like it's the endings done on a big scale, which is nice. Yeah. I mean, there was like, there was a reveal in the end of the game where Talion was kind of like, oh, like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, you would do this to me. And I'm just sitting there going like, really, dude, come on. It's not the best written game in the world. No, but it's I, what it, what it, in, the story is, is decent, um, but it's the gameplay, right? Like that's what really, yes. but I love the fact that at like towards the end game, you like where you got your ass handed to you in the beginning, you know, probably a couple of times before you figured out how to like jump over people and stun them and do your combos and stuff like that. I was cutting down like captains and all kinds of stuff left and right. Like I would meet them and seconds later they would be dead. And then there would be, you're a man God at that point. Well, sometimes you get into battles in that where there's like five to seven of them. You just keep the game keeps on pausing and doing that like introduction where they're like, and you're like, well, okay, you know, you come in too and you would die pretty quickly after that. Yeah. I'm at the point now where I'm so comfortable with my moves and I know what my set is that it's just like a hot sword through butter. Just like, you know, they're all sliced toast. Yeah. So um, it's pretty exhilarating, and uh, I'm I'm really still enjoying it. I'm curious as to how you got all of the trophies because I looked through the trophy list, and there was some there was some stuff in there where I was just like, what? Oh yeah. So most of them it seemed like with some time can be accomplished. But the one I wanted to ask you about is the War Chief Five Bodyguards. So the thing I liked most about Mortar was the trophy list. Like it wasn't just a you know, hack down 30 guys, 40 guys. They were all, like, <clears throat> individual, like, accomplishment trophies. Like, there's one for poisoning the grog, yeah. like, their, their alcohol at a feast, which I thought, like, oh, this is going to be a little bit... No, but it wasn't that complicated. It was actually pretty simple to do. The one Jackie's talking about is... Um, what was it, Jackie? The five bodyguards? Yeah, so, so there's, there's this one, tr- one there's war one, chief. There's one trophy where you, you want to find a war chief with five bodyguards and dominate the five bodyguards then get one of them to go betray him so that way you can initiate the betrayal mission and then then when they show up you hit i think it's up on the d-pad and they'll just hack them to death for you but to do that you have to find a war chief with five bodyguards which is rare there's normally two or or three or i i did find one with five randomly except on the fourth war uh, on the fourth bodyguard i accidentally killed him (laughs) so i was like really upset so what they allow you to do and this is where the game just like kind of lets you decide what you want to do for yourself which is so cool so i I ended up killing another one after that so there was three so what i did was i cleared two entry level captain spots and then i went and i died to two random dudes and i got them then i went back and i um i dominated both of those so both of those guys, and then I told them to go to the war chief and to initiate, like, we want to be part of your crew. And so what it will do is it'll set up missions where the war chief will say to the guy, all right, well, go get followers. 
and I forget, they're, they're called recruitment missions. And so you have to help your guy that you've dominated survive a recruitment mission. And once he does that, he now is a, is a bodyguard. Oh, that's, so then after, that's fantastic. Yeah, so then you've already have him dominated. So that's what you do. And then you go and you start the mission. And then so the, the, the war chief comes out and he's all like, you know, whatever, whatever, I'm going to whatever to you. Right. And then you're just like, oh, no, you're not. And I hit like upper. I forget what it is. Up or down. It is. It's up. It's right? up. To activate and so you. they yeah. all just turn and start like slashing at him and yeah. stuff. So I, I, I mean, I thought the but trophies were so cool. that's great that there is such a wonderfully intricate way of finding your way to do that. Did you figure that out by yourself? Yeah. I was messing around with the, the nemesis system a lot. That's pretty good, dude. There was the, the hardest trophy in the game was running around and saving um, oh, 30 slaves in, in 180 seconds yeah, or something like yeah. that. And there's just the, if, if you go over to the first part of the map, the first area of the map, there's this like almost like a circle that you can run around. And, and I got it on my like first or second try. Cool. And uh, they were easy. I mean, it was pretty easy to do. But I mean, there were other really cool ones where, um, you know, it was like get a captain, like die to a random guy and then promote him to war chief, then kill him. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there are like really interesting like scenario trophies where, you know, you had to accomplish a scenario that they wanted you to see. Yeah. So that way you could see almost the full breadth of the game. There's also a platinum trophy that's achievable without being easy. Yeah. yeah I, which I, that, is great. That slaves one I thought was the hardest. Yeah. I mean, I once you're used to the systems of the game, right. the slave one was just the only one that was like, ooh, like yeah, it's going to take a while. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ones I hate are, I mean, you guys know how much I played Rayman when that came out. The trophy list for that was horrible because you had to get like gold cups on the daily missions. And, you know, who? I mean, really, who how many people can do that? You're playing against thousands of other people and you're trying to beat their time and trying to get a gold cup. And it gets harder and harder as it goes on. And then to get like a million lums. And I played that game for like probably like 40 hours. And I think I had like maybe 250,000. I got the platinum in um, in Shadow of Mordor in 30 hours flat like right. 30 hours and 25 minutes something like that yeah you like to know it's achievable because otherwise why even bother yeah but i mean i loved that game so much i would have just kept playing it yeah i i got everything there was to do in that game to be fair you also got the rogue legacy one so yeah, you that's, know <laughs> that's neither here nor there that was ridiculous <laughs> so i mean we all played shadow of mordor and uh another game that we uh we all got to play some of was uh sunset overdrive yes and jackie you got your Xbox for I Christmas. I did. I got Sunset Overdrive Special Editions. My Xbox One is white. And gorgeous. It's lovely. So tell me, um, you know, we, Steve and I have both talked at length about this game. Yeah. Tell me your thoughts on it. I, I love it. I It's the kind of game that appeals to me. I love that it's loud. I, the soundtrack is fantastic. Like, really enjoyed yeah. the soundtrack. Um, I love how you move around the world. Like you said, you know, you really don't use the fast travel that much because it's so great just moving around and putting everything together. Um, the only thing I didn't like about that game, which me and you, Justin, have talked about, um, is I don't like defend the fort missions. I don't I, like this either. Yeah, that's, in, in all games. Like it's just in all games, that's not, no. you know, I've never been a fan of that kind of thing because I always feel like you put a certain amount of time in and all of a sudden, if you know, the last one gets through, that's it, that's your 10 minutes gone. You can't get it back. you got to start over. I hate doing all the prep work beforehand. You know, I just want to run around. And with I mean, a, I got with you. A, yeah, with a game that's so free-flowing and s- encourages you just to constantly be on the move, having to, like, stop what you're doing, go back, set some traps, wait for them to come, you know, that kind of thing just feels like it grinds the game to a halt somewhat. Well, in, in the 20-hour, in the well, it's about a 20-hour campaign, I would say. Yeah. 
you had to do that like four times. Yeah, yeah. But and each time was like the second one I got to, I failed it the first time, and then I spent like a good three or four hours just going around collecting collectibles because I didn't feel like going back and doing it. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I've got everything I can get. The only way I'm going to get on with this game is to get it done. So I went back and got it done and then have fun. And then it was like, oh, another one again. So that's so interesting because that was my actual favorite part about the game right. was those defend the base missions. I wish that there was more of them. And I wish the online, the I mean, the online for that game is cool. It, you know, you do a bunch of stuff with other people and then yeah. you go do that. And it was, it was chaos. And I, I want more of that. Right. Um, I thought that like, you know, once you were able to like utilize the, uh, the guns in the right way, like, you know, find the right combination that you really like. And they're like, I liked the challenge because I didn't think the rest of the game was super challenging. No, it's not. So I liked like the little bit of like, um, you know, it's, it was like a curveball they threw at you where it was like, now you got to go do this. And it was yeah. different. Yeah. And Steve, what did you think? You said you weren't crazy about those? No, no. I, um, it's just not, it's just not my bag. Like when, uh, like defend, uh, the base stuff. It's like Jackie said. I'm I'm in it because of the, like mostly the jet set radio vibe that it gives um and in like my one gripe about that game mostly is the lack of different ways to get multipliers. Like I know that there's like different actions that you can do and different things that you can like you can jump on stuff, you can shoot things. I wanted more stuff to do while grinding the wires. Yeah, you said that before. Yeah. Like like swinging down and kind of hooking the wire and riding underneath it to grab something and then coming back up was so like done really well the animation for it was really well mm-hmm. and it was so cool it was smooth right Very, yeah, yeah. Like, just a few more of those so that you can be like, like a couple of tricks while you're grinding or right like, like right? The, the game is the game is so ridiculous overall what's to stop them from giving you like ridiculous things to do yeah. while grinding um, if they ever do make another one, maybe that will be a part of it, oh, and they could have like longer stretches. There's that... going to be another one of these games yeah. for sure. Yeah. I just, I'm saying, like, you can, like, you can trick, or you, if you were going to, like, they were going to give you something where you could jump wire to wire, and maybe you could do like a slow mo uh, special jump from wire to wire, and they do like you know goofy shit as they're like spinning around, just a little bit more of that but the game's presentation is fantastic it's hysterical yeah the fourth wall stuff is very very funny it's done i i think it's done well um i didn't know that the game was going to go in that direction before playing it like i didn't really follow up on too much about the game i just thought it looked really cool and it was an xbox one exclusive that i was actually excited about and i just I love the punk rock vibe of it. Uh, I mentioned the thing with uh, King Buzzo from the Melvins uh, showing mm-hmm. up in the game. For me, that was huge. That was just like, I had, no, I had no clue about that. I'd heard nothing. And I listened to that band pretty regularly. And I just, I had no idea he was in the game. And all of a sudden he showed up. I was just like, this is so ridiculously cool. That's cool. I like all the, yeah, the nods and the winks to the camera. And yeah, you know, like, the references, like the... Um, jesse from breaking bad mission right that's a good one <laughs> like i heard about like people that i know that were playing the game they were doing uh like i made myself uh as the character and it looked a lot like me it was pretty cool i had the the headphones on that i'm wearing now i had my my freddy krueger sweater on the hair the beard the whole thing but other people were um making like celebrities and historical figures. That's cool. <laughs> That's and, great. You know, running through the game is like Abraham Lincoln or oh yeah, whatever. The, the costume thing is not something I'm normally that bothered about, but yeah. I had a ton of fun, like changing up what I was wearing. Yeah, and, I did too. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was. Vibe. I had like full on tats. 
like chest hats, back hats. Oh, see, whole I thing. didn't get to do any of that because I had the <laughs> I had the long sweater on. That's they did not have anything that looked like me aside from that sweater. There was no <laughs> other like t shirts, crew shirts, whatever. Like nothing, nothing yeah. fit. But uh, no, that game was a it was a blast. Yeah. Um, I put up uh, my personal list on Talking Comics, and that was high ranking. Yes. DLC. They, there's DLC for the game out now that I'm going to go play. Oh, oh it's cool. out now? Yeah. Another mission? It came out. Yeah, it, it's a couple hours, I think, and they had some new weapons okay, and things how much? like that. I think it was like $20 for the season pass, so maybe like 15 I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I have to. I have yeah. to what's the, I'm not sure. Like, like, what's the premise behind the yeah. DLC? It takes place out on like a, I think like an oil rig. Okay. So like you have you you go out there, but I haven't really like I, I didn't really look that much into it. Like I knew it just I was gonna I was gonna pl- uh, eventually buy it. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's on my list of things to do. Oh, cool, I'll check it out. Did you get the season pass or you bought no, this individually? I, I didn't buy. Any, I haven't even gotten it yet. Okay, I just know that it's out. I think it came out like a month ago, actually, like December twentieth or something like that. Oh, okay. I haven't gotten around to it because I've been playing everything else. I didn't even hear about it. Speaking of Steve, yes. you tell me a couple of other things that you played. Oh, what do you got? You got the list. I have some list. Oh, let's see here. What do you want to hear about? Tell me about Hero Siege. Okay, so Hero Siege is on Steam, and um, I played it with a keyboard. You can also obviously hook up your uh, 360 controller to your Bluetooth and what have you. But uh, Hero Siege is a Diablo-like, but it's also a roguelike, and it is essentially a action RPG, like top-down kind of uh, like retro graphics, and you're cruising through levels Diablo-style, and picking up as many like weapon modifiers and effects and magic and multipliers. You could be a necromancer. Like there's a whole bunch of different um, classes that you mm-hmm. can be samurai and stuff like that. And everything that you kill kind of like pushes you back. So you have to very strategically uh-huh. place your hits. So that you don't get forced back through the level. Like once you slash, you've got to back up because that thing is just going to, it's not going to, it's not just going to die. It's going to keep on coming. It's going to keep like, it's going to steamroll you. So you have to constantly plot around the terrain and around the levels that you're at and try to like, like, like smack back up, smack back up. Eventually you get, you know, weapon upgrades and stuff like that where you don't need to deal with that anymore right and that's when you start to have like eight-way explosions coming off of you ninja stars um just all this crazy almost like different uh guns from contra like the spread gun and the laser gun and all of that stuff and it just deals massive damage and it gets more and more crowded and it's so who would like this game like diablo fans i mean action fans yeah. like i wouldn't necessarily yeah. say i mean it's it's very smooth like it's not it's not and it's a top-down game yeah but it's like the gameplay is really smooth the animations are really smooth it feels like something that might have come out for uh, I'll say playstation or or maybe the genesis but it's a little bit more higher than 16-bit yeah, man, when you showed me, uh, showed me some video of it running, it was super impressive, and I just I saw like yeah. three seconds, I was like, oh yeah, I would play this. Yeah, I mean, the art of it's really cool, the enemy designs are cool, and uh, it's relentless. And if you if you die, like, that's it. Like, you have to then build your way up again, Yeesh. kind of like Rogue Legacy-ish, uh, and uh, yeah, man, I'm digging it. I need, to, I need to, you know, spend a little bit more time with it and uh, not die, but... <laughs> From what I've played of it and from what I've seen later in the game uh, from my friend that actually introduced me to it, it's pretty serious. So it's one of those like easily like crack outable games. How much right. is it on Steam? Oh, God, I don't remember what the hell did I pay for it. I want to say nine ninety nine. That's not bad. 
I could be wrong, though. Don't quote me on that. I might have to look that up. Okay. We'll so. check it out. But it's cool. It's good. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah, I think you'd like it. It's really fast-paced. I like, I'm like. i definitely in the mood for those type of games. Like, I almost felt like the... I mean, not like it's exactly similar, but like I looked at Rogue Legacy today. I was like, I kind of want to play you again. Why do I want to play you so much? Yeah. What I need to do is I need to run the cable from my PC to my big TV in the living room. Oh, yeah. That's a and, game that definitely needs it. Yeah, and get that wireless going on and just see if i could survive it's nuts cool cool yeah yep tell me about i want i'm, I'm you know there's a lot of news going on right now with the amiibos from nintendo oh, okay. i mean they, they sell out instantly they go up for hundreds of dollars on ebay mm-hmm. so you got to play some smash with one i did i played a lot of smash actually while we were on hiatus so did jackie <laughs> <laughs> i gotta tell you um i played it with three no four of my other friends the other night uh, we were all playing, and I had a ball. Like, I really focused down into, like, a group that I know, and, like, it was... We had a really good time with it. We were yelling and screaming and, and the whole bit, and um, it was coming back for me. Like, the old days of Smash with, like, Melee and stuff like that. Excellent. It finally hit for me. But one of the things that I, that I, I did get uh, for Christmas is I got a Link Amiibo. And I had no intention. I, I was like, oh, cool. I'm like, you know, we get to, to check it out, see what it's about. Because I really, even for all they said it was going to be, I still had no idea what the hell the thing was. So I'm like, I'll check it out for myself. And I popped it onto the system, scanned right in. And I had a Link character that I set to be like my uh, sidekick. So we played like 2v2 um, in Smash with my friend. And it's helped me out and it's doing stuff. And then at the end of the... Uh, round it was gaining levels and it was gaining experience and being given like gifts that would boost its stats and stuff like that and you got to choose where you wanted the strengths to be and things like that and i'm like holy crap it's it's a pokemon is what it is that's what it looked like yeah it's a pokemon so at the end of whatever you're doing you you know put the information on on the amiibo and you take it with you and then you bring it to a friend's place and then if he has an amiibo he could throw his down whatever level that one is, he can bring him into the fight to fight with him. And the AI is really smart and really good. And the higher level you get, these things get badass. We actually left my link in the fight. I think he was a level 13. And we played like a five-way game and he just slaughtered everybody. And we were like, what the hell? And I realized that I left, I left him in the party and he just, we were dead. Wow. So I'm actually, I, I didn't know how to feel about that. It was like, <laughs> My own amiibo just kicked the crap out of me. And I don't know whether to be like devastated or really well, proud. proud, yeah. So, but the thing, it's funny. I saw a video the other day of somebody taking a blowtorch to the bottom of a amiibo figure, like to see what's inside of it. Like, oh, it's inside of an amiibo. And so they burnt off the black rubber part at the bottom and just kind of peeled it off. And it's a paper thin plastic like disc with flat circuitry in it. The whole rest of it is like hollowed out plastic. That's what I would have thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it's wild to think, you know, I, I get blown away by technology every day. I don't care if I've seen it a hundred times. It blows my mind what we've done. Oh yeah, absolutely. In our evolution with, you know, literally like quite nothing and then built anyway. And then you end up with Skynet. Yeah. Don't say I didn't warn you. But I'm just saying like I got, now I have in this little figure, I have a badass in my backpack that I can bring over to my friend's place whenever, you know, we're, we're, we're feeling like playing 
and I could just throw him in as a challenge, or I could throw him in to fight with me, and it works. It works both ways. Cool. So if you have friends that are actually getting them and using them, it could. I could see it being a lot of fun. I right, well, have to check that out because I mean they look really nice, and I've thought about buying them. Um, but I, I think I'd be the only friend with one. Maybe you're the only person I know that has one. Yeah. So you I, could I, buy I me one, it. and then we'd both have one. But then you don't play Smash Brothers. <laughs> There's two, and they but they do work with other games. I think they work with Mario Kart. They do. Like I'll tell you this. I now that I have one, and now that I've seen what it can do, and the prospect of it being um, like pushed into other games, like even if Nintendo made a new system, let's say if they announced something at the end of the year or whatever, I think it would it would be amiibo compatible. Obviously. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, um, the only problem is the availability of these things. Yeah, they're all sold out. Yep. everywhere like right. i mean i mean the you can get the marios and the, it, it's it's the rare guys that are selling out really quickly like marth yeah and uh i want a little mac oh yeah that would be cool and they're yeah. i mean I, I said it but i mean they look really they look like really nice like it's a nice quality yeah they are is there a tingle no oh no there's no tingle. today there's a tingle i'll get one okay <laughs> I love tingle um i believe maybe you can bring the link into hyrule warriors i think so I think I mean they're, they're they're releasing more games to have the support for it. I kind of want to play that game. I don't. I'm really not Do in it. for for Dynasty Warriors, but I kind of want to play it. I watched uh, a video of it being played, and I was like, "Oh, that looks really cool!" And like like a fun, just like you know, romp. And really? I'm not really into Dynasty War, uh, Warriors either, but I would play it. I'm not either, but I just I don't know. I might be able, even if it's just for a few hours. I think it might be a good time. Jackie, what did you write down here? <laughs> I wrote down Tomodachi. Well, tell me about it. Oh, it's bizarre. Are you playing Tamodachi Life? I am not, but Luke is. So I've been watching this. Well, I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear from Luke. Why <laughs> it's is Luke really not here? Bizarre. It's really strange. So over Christmas, I told the story on the Game of the Year thing that I played PT with a whole load of kids and scared the shit out of them. Brilliance. Yeah. Brilliance so, again. Yeah. So after that, um, my stepdaughter got this Tamodachi Life for Christmas. And they all come in, running up to me and they're like, we made a song. It sings a song. I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I looked down and they had made up a song and it's like a rock opera, except they're singing about PT. And the finishing line was, where did the fridge come from? I was like, was what? <laughs> it's really strange. Um, Luke told me that he, this morning, just this morning, he said to me, mama, I got big news. I got married and had a baby. He's 10, so Surprise. I was a little shocked. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And he's like made up all these characters, like Captain America's in there, Stan Lee's in there. Like there's all these characters that are just like living their lives and doing all this weird stuff. Then he told me that I had like a romance level with Nicholas, Nicholas being his 11-year-old best friend. Oh man, this is getting hot. I was like, this is really, all right. I'm not sure I like this game. This is really weird. Then he turns around to me a few days ago and looks at me and says, Mama, I'm basically a god. All these people have to obey me. And at that point I was like, holy shit. He's really turned to the dark side now. So I'm, I'm not sure I like that game, really, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> it's a little scary. Yeah. So that's what I wrote down. <laughs> in your chicken scratch it's upside, upside down, down. Hand, i had to was, write it down upside down it was impressive i thought it was pretty good for upside down writing you know speaking of like godlike abilities i mean steve you were playing <laughs> infinity so we're just going to get away from tamanachi and we're going to go right to infinity years later on the news <laughs> exactly <laughs> evil child genius plots to take over the world 
Luke Demigod Turner was found. It's the way he said it. It was just like so obvious. The Mount Sinai Orphanage. <laughs> okay. Um, you want to know about Disney Infinity? We want to lighten things up. Tell me. Um, oh, God. Okay. Um, hmm. I want to preface this with something. Preface away. Okay. Um, when I'm not doing stuff for, for talking comics and, and, and whatnot, um, I write a animation column for JoeBlow.com. Check it out. And I love Disney. I love Disney a lot. And I really, really enjoyed the first Disney Infinity. It was new. It was fun. Um, it was... This, scale of it was quite large and everything worked. There were three worlds to explore and the whole bit. And then there were add-ons and whatnot. And then they announced Disney infinity 2.0 and they said, you know, this is Marvel based and you're going to have all these characters and you're going to be able to, you know, go and do all these things. And okay. You, you need a new base for it because you can't use the old base. So we're going to give you a new one because it's got, you know, new technology in it. No, it doesn't. Um, all right, here's the thing. I feel like the game should have been like a $20 add-on. Instead of a whole new game? Instead right. of a whole new game. Because I played through it from beginning to end. I just, I blitzed it. I went, you know, from whatever to whatever. And it was funny. And it was cool. But it suffers from the same problems that Infinity had. And then manages to kind of do it worse. There were four enemy types in the entire game. It was four different versions of the uh, Frost Giants. And then there was one, like, cybernetic enemy that, like, came at you from above and you needed to use your secondary attack to get them. Like, just to get in your way kind of thing. Um, I think I had maybe four objectives that were borrowed from the first game and were now the only missions you ever did in this one. Interesting. So... You're a superhero, you're Iron Man, you're Thor, you're Black Widow, and you've got to carry like a heavy object from point A to point B and then put it down halfway through, beat the crap out of, you know, the frost giants that you've fought already for hours, and then you have to pick it up and walk it a little bit farther, and then right before you get to it, there's another round of enemies, you got to put it down, you got to do the thing. When you're not doing that... Are you saying you have a problem with the way video games are played? No. <laughs> but it looks like they've like thrown a Marvel skin over something rather than utilizing like the characters. It's like that, it's, it's that and escort yeah. missions. Like They're video game mechanics. I know, but I, I, I feel like, insulted. like some people might say, like, oh, well, it's not geared towards you. It kind of is. Like I work within Disney stuff all the time. I love Disney a lot. Yeah. I mean, yes and no, but like Disney Infinity, I think, and, and Infinity in general, I mean, adults like us could play it and love it, but in a way, like, I feel like that's more geared towards a younger audience. Like, oh, that's like, that's its target demographic. Yes, yes, that is that is definitely true, but I mean, I've been playing games since I was a kid. If I was playing this, and I mean, I, you want to pick an age bracket, I would, be dis I would be disappointed in it. I'd be disappointed that I am Iron Man and Thor... And I'm, you know, running over to an enemy, punching them once to defrost them, picking them up, and then walking them or flying them over to a car where I just huck them into the car and do that like eight times, and that's a mission. Mm. Right. What they did get right, though, um, some positives is the flight. The flight is a lot of fun. Um, just picking up and hitting the L trigger and or 
rather double jumping and then going into the into the left trigger. Like you jump off the ground and the thrusters go off when you're Iron Man. It feels like you're Iron Man and you just whooshed off into the city. Uh, when you pick up Thor's hammer, he kind of does like a little swing with his hammer before throwing it forward and taking off into the air. And you can throw it in the air. So he leads with that. And it's very magical uh, and stuff. And it's just, it's really cool. And then you have Black Widow who gets, you're given like a like a light cycle kind of thing where you can either drive it on the ground and it handles like garbage or you can take to the air with it only it doesn't have a thrust that I could find. So the one enemy that, I'm sorry, the one hero that can't fly is given this thing that now she can't even go as fast as the other characters so you're just kind of floating around with Black Widow as opposed to, you know, rushing mm-hmm. into combat and stuff like that. Um... Like I said, if it was if if it wasn't sixty five dollars and it wasn't billed as this like brand new thing, it just it feels like a Marvel add on they could have put in one of those like thirty five dollar sets. Yeah, and given yeah. you the three characters and the world. The original Disney Infinity had three fleshed out full scenarios for you yeah. to run through. Whether it was you know um, was it Monsters University, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Incredibles, Incredibles. Okay, and that was the same price. And now they charge you all over again for this whole thing, and you got one scenario. So what happens when you yeah. take, you know, I mean, a non-Marvel character and put it on the disc, like Donald Duck? Uh, he's in there. He's in there, but he's in the toy box. You can only, all of those add-on characters, you can only use them in the toy box. If they're not an Avenger, they can't be in the Marvel game. In the story. And so there's nothing else there but the Marvel game. Well, there's there's the toy box, and it's and that, that but like as far as like a story structured level, the toy box is like you build your yeah, own that's world. It. Like you you beat the Avengers thing, and it's too long, and then and then that's it. Like unless you really enjoy the toy box stuff, that's like that's the game. That's, and then, that is disappointing. Then I didn't know that. I'm just saying by by comparison, it's like buy, like buy it for your kids or buy it for yourself. I just I for the price and for for what I felt like it was billed as it didn't deliver on those promises. I would love to see them do something not super intricate, but just have more confidence in like these properties that you have and make something really cool. Like the world that you've placed us in is desolate. Like the, there's hardly any citizens. And there's all this shit going on around them. There's like you're riding the light cycle through the streets and cars are just like flying off to the sides and nobody cares about that. But it's just they're like fine. It's like they're on drugs. There's frost giants in the streets and they're just like, I gotta get to work. Gotta go get my coffee and nobody cares. Right. How long um, after the first one did this one come out? Like what's the gap in between? Two years. Something right. like that. So that long? Yeah, I think so. So they had time to, it seems like they just didn't put the effort into the second one. Like it's a paint by numbers sequel. It's, I don't know it's, that. It's, it's, I, I don't think it was like that. I mean, I, I need to see, I have the game. Rob yeah. gave me his copy. No. And I remember, he, I remember him telling me that he, he enjoyed it, but it was more for kids. If you play it with Jorah, you're going to have a really good time. Oh yeah. He thinks he, anything yeah. that's colorful is amazing. Dude. I, I played the one time that I played it. Uh, the first time I played it, I should say, cause I, I played it in two sittings uh, and the first time I had a friend with me and the co-op was actually a lot of fun. Um, camera was a little bit awkward the way it was split, but beyond that, it was more fun than, you know, than normal. But, um, like if you're not, if you're not into downloading the created content, if you're not 
like savvy with the building tools and stuff like that that like the game is is then over for how, you how long is the experience six hour five six hours not yeah, even that's, that's not long enough so i will say this though um playing as thor is awesome like once you get the and and thor that, comes with it right yeah and that's one of the once one of the major differences from uh the first one to the second one was they actually had skill trees in this one which worked oh, out pretty well because you got more health you got more defense you got more magic um you got alternative moves that if you held a button you could do something if you tap you know l1 and do something so that was cool it varied up the combat but just just so um but thor with his lightning moves and throwing the hammer and it ricocheting into like three dudes as you're running in that stuff was really solid when you're iron man you kind of have to stop and brace yourself and use his like pulsar cannons and stuff like that um his special is really cool though he kind of like hovers in the air and just a massive amount of like tiny missiles. I think he used that in the second one, the end of the second one, possibly. Hmm. I can't remember what the name of it was. Some kind of protocol that he caused. The I suit. forget. I don't remember. But anyway, it's pretty neat. Um, and yeah, I you know, I, like I said, I'm a big Disney fan. I love the idea of having this giant playground. Um, it's just that like half of the game, the toy box stuff is just not for me. Like I would love to just find some, some other people that have created some really awesome levels and just get theirs. And you can't download them. No, I'm sure you could. Well, so, I, well, I bet you people have made really amazing things out there. Finding them though. Uh, they don't is... have like a way to like filtering the best to the top. I mean, little big planet did that like six, seven years ago. Yeah, I know. I, I have to check it out. Yeah. So, cool. you know, I'm glad to have played it, but disappointed in the amount of, of game oh, that there bad. is. But it is it is very much based on, you know, user created content. So maybe that's my fault. Nope. We'll check it out and we'll uh yeah. see what uh see what the rest of us we'll think re-evaluate. of it. No, I mean everyone has their own opinion. I I'd like but now you're talking about it now I really want to see it. Yeah. I don't I don't like Disney. Sorry, just putting it out there. Do you, do you want to get like assaulted or something? <laughs> Disney's just amazing. Me. Just not my thing. Sorry, <sighs> it's a British thing. I bet. No, I bet you. I bet you other British people. I'm not even going to. I'm sure call, other I'm British. Gonna, exactly. I'm sure gonna... a lot of British people like Disney. I am not one of them. I do not like Disney. It's just you know, yeah. Video games. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to her Sorry. most of the time. All right, so Jack, you played like a ton of stuff. I Tell did. me about Game of Thrones. This is your first Telltale yes. experience. Yes. So I did talk about this briefly on the Game of the Year stuff. Well, just be brief about it then. Um, so I played episode one. And first of all, the artistic direction is fantastic. Um, I read a little bit about it online and they said, uh, basically they were kind of given a free reign with what they want to go with. So they chose kind of a, almost like a watercolor style. Like it's still very realistic. You know, the people, the characters from the show, you can see the actor or actress, you can see the likeness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's done well. It's not done as well as some games. Like the effect sometimes is a little creepy because you know that that's like that Marjorie uh, Terrell is one of the characters. Natalie Dormer, the actress, it looks lot a lot like her, but it's also just a little bit off. It's kind of like a little weird. However, it's very well done, and the rest of it is kind of a watercolor effect. So the background, it's a very nice look. Um, the decisions I didn't realize would be timed. So <laughs> I sat down initially and again on my quest to try and do a Bronwyn to Jay, 
trying to get him involved. I was ah. like, hey, we can sit down, we can play this together because he loves Game of Thrones. He's reading the books, he's watched the show. We can do this together. So we sit down and the first decision comes up and it was like tick, 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 tick. And I was like, quickly. And he was like, oh, oh, I can't read as fast as you. I'm like, what do I do? And then it just like went out and it was like, silence is always an option. <laughs> so great. So then I pretty much just had to make all the decisions quickly, which is terrifying because I am not a very decisive person. I try not to make decisions. I try not to commit to anything if I possibly can get away with it. I'm shocked, let me tell you, <laughs> that wow. you're saying this. This is very much me. This is so, how you build an empire. <laughs> so the idea of having to commit to a decision and then have it say, Lord so-and-so will remember this. I was like, what? Is that good or is that bad? Does he like me now? Does he hate me? Is he going to take it personally that I chose to punch him in the face? Like, what do I do? It's very scary. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> Can I drop a bomb on this podcast? Oh, right but now? by all means. Yeah. I have never played a Telltale game. Yeah, we got to oh. change that. Well, I hadn't and until this. Well, here's my question. Knowing that, do I then go out and get Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead? That's it. Yeah, that's a question for Justin because I just ordered the. I just um, downloaded the first Walking Dead. Well, I haven't even turned it on yet. Okay. But I started with Game of Thrones just because The Walking Dead I've now caught up with and I do love the show. But Game of Thrones is like one of my all-time favorite TV shows. So having you know uh, that be the intro to tell tell games for me, being a property that I love, that's why I went with that one. Well, The Walking Dead doesn't have anything to do with the TV show or the comic. It just borrows it's the title. That life, it just though, is. Right? It just is. Okay, that's good because okay. But uh, it's set in that world. Right? It's set parallel. In, it's set in a Walking Dead world. Yeah. Um, you will cross over. Like you crossed over with a character uh, in the first season that exists in the other mediums, right. but it doesn't have anything really to do with those things. Yeah. Well, this uh, Game of Thrones is is the same thing. It, you're basically you're playing members of a household, but it's a fa- it's a a house that you've never heard of. You know, it's like a, I think House Forester. So they have a land, they have their you know mm. their house, and they have the family, and you're playing. So you're story so far your storyline is intersecting with characters on the show and in the books but your story is very much your story so this is interesting and it's and it's a very good way of integrating um into the game because obviously they can't just tell the game of thrones story because everyone's seen it on tv or everyone's read the books or True. so they had to go with something new because otherwise there's you know part of the telltale games is the shock of what's coming next what's going to happen when i make that decision where's this story going so you have to do it with a new story who? and they found a very clever way of doing that do we know who who wrote that game i don't know who the writer was hmm. uh but i can't wait for you to play the first season of the walking dead and now yes. you have to play it you should i'll play it because, I mean, it starts out a little bit slow. Right. It's like the first episode or two is a little bit like, I'm still getting used to these controls and this idea has the strongest ending in any game I think I've ever played. What, I, do you have to play the Game of Thrones one then? I will play it, because trust me. Because the, the end of episode one, I, Jay had gone to bed and I was like, I'm just going to stay up because I know there's, there can't be that much more. I knew there were only a couple of hours each. There's not going to be that much. I don't even know that there are a couple of hours. I thought that this, the uh, Game of Thrones one was like super short. I'm it's not sure. A, no, yeah, I, I, some of them are long. Some of them are short. Two hours. I don't think. I don't think they they usually range from anywhere from an hour to two. Yeah. Each when's, episode. When's the next Game of Thrones? I'm not uh, sure. February. February. Yeah. I haven't. They uh, don't give you a release date as such. I've I've decided for the next 
two uh, two games, the, the Walking Dead and Borderlands, that I've uh, I'm just gonna wait till the season's done. Well, that's yeah. kind of what yeah, I want to do with Game of Thrones. Yeah, but, but so in the exciting. meantime, I would play the Walking Dead. I know it's exciting because I got to the end of episode one, and I'd made all the decisions the whole way through, and spoiler free, something happens, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, and I went into Jay, and I was like, I don't know if that was supposed to happen. I might have screwed up, and I don't know. And I don't want to Google any of this, but I don't know how predetermined the ending of that episode was. Like whether it was always going to get there and just had the decisions I made shaped how we got there or if the decisions I made made that happen. Like I don't know how they do that with the games. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I know. It's an algorithm. It's, it's magic. Ter- oh, it's terrifying. It's technology. Beast time out. So yeah, I'm loving that one. And next week I will have Walking Dead done. Oh, you're going to do the whole thing in one Promises. week? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait for you to finish <laughs> that game. I'm very excited. I'll be done with that by next week. You also oh. played the Swapper in First Light. Tell me about those. Oh, well, the Swapper we talked about as well. And I love, hate that game. Me too. Yeah. Bad puzzles. <laughs> exactly. It. it is a fantastically constructed puzzle. Um, it's very good. And it gives you all the mechanics. It doesn't hide anything. There is no trick to this game. They're not, you know, it's not like, ha ha. There is a way of doing it, and they've given you everything you need to do it, but I'm damned if I can figure out how to do half of it, and it drives me insane. That's why I don't play it. Yeah. I want to play it, and I'm just thinking I about it, like it, but I really want to punch yeah. my, like my head against the wall when I play those types of games. And I always used to, I always used to just like, oh well, I'll just buy the guide, or you know, back in the old days, buy the guide. You're showing your age. <laughs> I really am. I found my old Abe's Odyssey guide the other day. Go pick up the, the yeah. Prima guide for the swapper. <laughs> exactly. But you know, I was like, oh, we can Google the answer. But then, what is the point in playing that game if you're just going to Google how to do it? That's all I'm going to do. Not nope. developing an ulcer yeah. because of the swapper. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to be like. I, I'm already on one of. The, like the early puzzles and I'm like the hell with this I'll oh, just no, look I'm it up I'm gonna figure this out I will figure this game out Go so on. I'm still working I on would love one. to sit down with either one of you and like I already I beat it I already know the answers to the puzzle and just sit and no, watch you would, you would be so dumb. frustrated watching us do it over I'm, and over and I over. just don't see the world in that way where I look at the puzzle and be like you know if I if I sit there long enough it'll eventually come to me but there'll be right. puzzles where the answer is so simple yeah. and oh. so obvious yes. and I will do everything but that because exactly. no, that's not, the way my brain works yeah no I'm not, I'm not gonna lie man like, there were there were puzzles that I mean yeah. the next day like I just like went to bed angry at least like two or three nights <laughs> exactly. like, don't I want that do not want I, I had one where yeah. I woke up in the next morning and I was like holy shit yeah. and I went over and I did it and I was like Mah! Is that, I t- yeah, I said on the show last week that I was doing the dishes. I was like, oh, that's how you do it. So it just kind of, you know, the other way I use, I call it like the Zelda effect. I don't know if anyone else does this, but if it's there, there's a reason it's there. If you can highlight it, see it, move it, touch it, smell it, whatever, that, whatever it is, if it's, there, right now. <laughs> if it's there, you have to be able to use it. So that's what I do with I all puzzle stuff games. Like that. I always think right? stuff like when you're doing an adventure game and there's exactly. like... There's a path here. Like this is here for a reason. Precisely. If there's, there's a something bit on here, the cliff, yeah. you can grab that cliff. You know, there is a reason everything is there. Mo- the vast majority of video games will not put in into you know objects you can interact with unless there is a specific reason for it. Yeah. So I always use that. But yeah, the swap is not going great for me right now. Well, tell me what you thought of First Light. I liked it. Um, I liked the story more than the story in the main game funnily enough that's how i felt yeah i think the story was great it, i was not a big fan of fetch in the in the main game but i really liked her in this one i like how it ties in at the end like they really make it feel like they're prequel yeah um is a little cheapened by the ending 
I don't like the fact that you get all these powers and you get all these cool things to do and then all of a sudden it's like we're going to take all of that away from you for the end that's a little cheap to oh me. that's right I forgot about yeah. the ending yeah I don't like when games do that kind of thing I mean, it's almost the same as the original as the uh, second son where you get your last power during the boss battle it's like oh okay great but you know having said that I did enjoy the rest of it I think it's a decent sized map for a DLC oh yeah you know there's definitely it's a lot of places to go there's collectibles there's stuff to do it felt like a fully fleshed out mini version of Infamous did you try any of the challenge room stuff uh, no I don't like challenge rooms uh. <laughs> I did the ones I had to do oh I love those challenge rooms there's no point to me because you're just running around like a blank room shooting enemies care. yeah it's just a blank room give me enemies in the real world I don't want to just run around in a blank the real room world. Okay. yeah in the real fake world I don't want to just run around a warehouse shooting things. All right. Fair enough. But the rest of it. That was the other thing with that, with the uh, trophy list, is I was kind of annoyed that the trophy list relied on me doing a ton of challenge room stuff. I'm never that was my favorite part of that. Oh yes, yeah, I'll never get stuff. that trophy. Like ever. I like that, like that <laughs> score chasing. No, not even going to bother. Done it. Finished it. Already deleted it off the hard drive. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> well, that's definitive. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I didn't like it. Loved it, but I'm done. So, that's what I did. All right. <laughs> well, I guess I'll talk about some of the stuff that I played. I mean, I, I got to play a decent amount of games. Um, I mentioned this last week, but I finally finished GTA. How was that? My How first, did you like it? My first ever GTA that I finished. Congratulations. I liked it a lot. Uh, I liked the second half of the game much more than the first. Yeah. Um, the game just builds up in just absurdity, absurdity, absurdity. And um, I chose option C at the end. Uh, I won't spoil it for those who haven't played it, uh, but you have a couple of choices that you can make at the end, and I chose the one that I, I thought was the best. You better be spoiler-free. I haven't played that yet. No, I don't remember. You know I'm why I haven't I played it? Because I have it. It's sitting sitting <laughs> over there. How's my Shadow of Mortar, by the way? It's not your Shadow. Oh, here it is. Damn it. <laughs> the one that I have is his? No, no, the one you have is mine. The one I have is his. Okay. <laughs> it's I have confusing. that, by the way. The whole talking game is borrowing library. Yeah. Uh, so um, I, I really liked it. Um, I'm definitely wanting to play the online. I, I don't feel the need to go back and like do more of the, the the random trophies and this and that. I mean, I'll eventually turn it back on and do it, but there was so much other stuff that I wanted to play. How but big's I mean, the trophy list. The trophy list is strange. Like I played that game for forty six hours and I got like thirty percent of the trophies. Ooh, wow! And there, a lot of it is like. You know, finish this quest, finish this quest, but they're not short quests. Yeah. Um, How much and, random stuff? I mean, oh, there's a lot of, like, random side missions and stuff, but not trophy-wise. Right. So the, the trophies were all tied to It was a lot like The Last of Us. Like, you be, I beat the game, and I looked, and I was like, I have, like, 15% of the trophies. A lot of the stuff's tied online, which we'll eventually get to. I, I'm really excited to go do that. Um, we talked about uh, Shadow of Mortar, which I loved. Um, and then I got to play... A couple of betas, but before that, I played uh, Luftrausers on oh, the beta. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, Luftrausers. I think I talked about this like way back in the beginning on like one of our first shows um, when I was at PAX. I played it while waiting online a lot. That's right, you did talk about it. And I, I just picked it back up again. Um, the guys on Giant Bomb, uh, they were playing it. They were talking about the music, and I was like, that's right, the music in that game was really cool. And so I just picked it up again, and it's this old school like plane shooter. Where you you fly up into the sky and you want to take out other planes and stuff and survive for as long as you can, but you can't. He, you can only heal when you stop 
moving. And when you stop move, moving, you start falling to the ocean. And you heal yourself on the way down, and then you could take off and keep going. But every time you accomplish, they give you, like, options. Uh, not options. Uh, objectives. Like, kill 10, uh, 10 enemy fighters. Um, kill one boat and another like another random challenge and there's always three at a time and every time you complete one of those you get a new part for your ship and that kind of changes the way that it plays so you know you can get more armor or you can change the way that your gun shoots or you can change like have like no impact damage but you'll die faster from bullets or the water won't damage you or when you die you'll set off like an atomic bomb so there's all these challenges but what's so cool about the game is um the music so if there's one theme in Luftrausers, and every time you equip a different part, it's the same theme, but it's altered slightly. So it's a bit faster, it's a bit slower, it adds like a, like um, a different baseline. So it's just this game that you play in like bite-sized portions. Like you know, I put on all random parts. Like I said, all right, all random go, and then it gave me a bunch of objectives that are like ridiculously difficult. Like you know, kill my, the one I was stuck on for a while was kill six ships without taking damage in one run so like i had to kill a ship without like taking any damage from it and then heal up if i did take damage and then do another one another one that took me a while to do but like a life could take 15 seconds or it could take five minutes right so you have a vita jackie i would definitely yeah. download this it's also on ps3 okay uh but my since my ps3 doesn't work i'm playing it on the vita cool i got to play um go ahead i have good news what's good news hero sages only Five ninety nine. Oh, that is that is good, that news. Is good news. Yeah, uh, a game that's not five ninety nine, but worth the twenty five dollars that I paid for it on PS four was the Jackbox Party Pack. <laughs> yes. I am jealous. I want to play. Oh, that it's game. amazing. So I'm like, I, I've never played Jackbox before, um, and I've just kept hearing about this game. Bobby talks about it all the time, um, and so it's a bunch of mini games uh, that you download on your PS four, your Xbox. And um, I think it fits up to eight players at a time. Well, one of them, because there's a whole pack, there's one that's one to a hundred. Oh, really? Yeah, which is just chaotic. So there's like five games. Um, and what you do is you have everybody come into a room and you don't even need controllers. You just take out your, you take out your phone and it'll say like, go to jackbox.tv, enter the code on the screen, and you're in the game. But the two games that we played the most were Drawful yep. and Fibbage. <laughs> so Drawful is this... Uh, it's, it's- it's Pictionary yeah, in a way. But mixed with almost like Border Dash or something like that, whereas yeah. you're trying to get people to guess your answer, yeah. even if it's wrong. No, that's um, that's Fibbage. Oh, well, the drawing thing is well, you draw something and then everyone has to guess what, what that you drawing drew. is. Yes. And then you all have to choose from the options of the correct thing that they were supposed to draw and what everyone else thinks it is. Yeah, so if, say I the, you know, you all draw on with, with your finger on your phone, so you draw an avatar. So just picture the dirtiest things imaginable, and that's what we drew. And uh, so say my, uh, like, then it'll say, like, okay, let's go. And so everybody looks down at their phone, and they have a different thing that they have to draw. And it's really, really weird stuff. So mine was an undead penguin. (laughs) One of mine was an undead penguin. And so uh, another one was wicked. I had a happy parasite that's how do you draw a happy parasite that's actually oh, not oh how do you draw how do you draw fog <laughs> so you guys got to play with me so oh, you draw on your phone and then when it'll randomly choose one person's uh object uh, or picture to throw up on the screen yeah now everybody looks at it and everybody says what the hell is that and so they'll actually type in an answer 
So then everybody's answer and the correct answer show up on the screen surrounding the picture. And then you have to pick which yeah. one is the right answer. But now where people score points is, so to say for undead penguin, that was my answer. One of my friends wrote down zombie penguin. Right. And people were like, oh, that's that, that's probably what it is. And so they clicked on his answer. Yeah. And nobody picked undead. So I ended up getting no points for the round. And yeah. he ended up getting like a thousand <laughs> because right. even though his answer wasn't correct, people picked his answer. Yeah. So everybody goes and then, you know, you count up the, the points at the end of the round. But it's ridiculously I amazing. One good tip with this is it's a lot of fun, but it's very hard to draw on your phone. I played it with Jay and Luke and they both had iPads. See, but the so best part of the game easier. is not being able to draw. Exactly. That's the best part. They were, Jay, it was taking Jay like five minutes to draw something because it was like freaking work at all. Yeah. And I'm like, they're on my phone with like just fat fingers. It felt like. And the uh, the other game that we played a lot was Fibbage. Yes. Which is trying to, a phrase will pop up. I think one of the phrases was um, in like 1908, somebody uh, somebody had something happen to them. Like they were born in a way like, oh, they, they took so much steroids that blank grew on their face. <laughs> So what you would do is you would write down a lie. So you have to come up with a lie that's semi-believable. Yeah. And everybody writes one down, and then they all come up on the screen with the correct answer. So what you want is for people to pick your lie. There are also some amazing answers from playing this because we played at uh, Bobby's house for his birthday, and some of the answers you get are just astounding. They oh, yeah. really are. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, for a party game, if you're having friends over for dinner or it's a just hang out, it's an awesome yeah. drinking game because you don't, it, right. it's nice because you don't need controllers. Exactly. You just have this your... is the thing is it's accessible. If you have people come over that don't necessarily play video games, if you said to them, hey, let's play You Don't Know Jack and hand them a PlayStation or an Xbox controller, they're probably going to be like, no, 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 because it's still a controller. But if you say to them, get out your smartphone, which everybody in the world, apart from Bob Ryer, has, I, then you can, everyone can play. The play, the house where I play games, there's one, two, three, there's four people living there. I'm the only one that has a smartphone. So boggling, mind boggling. Weird. Isn't it? Yeah. A little bit. I don't a understand. A little bit. I'd be lost permanently if I didn't have my phone. Agreed. <laughs> so, I mean, we played that for the entire night and laughed so much it was ridiculous and i was drinking and i laughed a lot and when i was like oh i i'm gonna throw up <laughs> getting to pick your own name as well that's yeah. that's a good one there was uh faux jackie fake jackie real jackie no the real jackie and then fake rob that was it was got really confusing as to which one i actually was yeah we were all just as dirty as possible <laughs> yeah. which is great um so I got got to play that. I mean, I mean the other mini games in there were fun as well. Um, They're the two standouts. Though. I mean, I love you. Yeah. Don't know Jack. I've always had like see, yeah, like I didn't really like you know Jack very much. I oh, forget I the name I of the game that. where there is like everyone logs in and then a word will start falling. Now you see your names at the bottom, but a word will start falling to, towards your name, and you could see mm -hmm. like it's it's pointing, it's coming to you. So like if the word was hunt, you'd have to come up with a phrase or word that works with that, right. and then everybody votes on it. And so then, so let's just say, let's just say the first word was duck. And then I wrote hunt. And then people said, okay, like that's a good answer. And here's like five points. Like every time you get somebody saying yes, it's one point. Oh, I did not like that one. So then now it was hunt. Now hunt is the word. And now you have to come up with a phrase after that. Right. So it gets, yeah. at the end, of the, at the <laughs> end, all the words that were there get fit into a paragraph. And they do. It's it like the, a haiku. Yeah. When you read that whole thing out. I can't read ours. It was pretty bad. <laughs> 
so that that was a lot of fun. And like I said, yeah. um, I think it was like twenty five bucks. I think it was actually on sale yeah. on Xbox One last week for like fifteen or sixteen bucks. But if you ha- ever have people, you know, coming over to your place, it is a game that I can't recommend enough. Yes. So I got to play two other betas. Uh, I got to play Halo Five and Evolve, and I'll start with Halo Five. So I played about six to seven hours of Halo 5's alpha. It's technically like almost like an alpha because the game is about a year away from release. And I really, really liked it a lot. And I was really, really bad at it at first, and then I was okay at it, and then I was bad at it again. Uh, it's different from other Halo games. It's the same and different than other Halo games. Um, they made it so you could aim down the sights on any gun, which angered the Halo community in a big way. But it doesn't really affect the way that the game is played that much because there's no additional benefit to aiming down the sights. Like the in the old Halos, the only guns that would do it were like the scoped weapons, like a battle rifle, a sniper rifle. But now you could do it with, you know, the random assault rifle you start with at the beginning of the game, which I ended up never doing. And what's nice about Halo, once you get used to it, is the game is about a balance of power weapons. And let's just take like Call of Duty or Destiny even. You choose what you want to go into battle with. In Halo, it's like they're going to give you a loadout that you're going to start with. And every week, it ran from like December 28th till January 18th. So every week, they would change the loadout of your gun. And they add in a couple of different modes each time as well. So, you were, you know, the first week we just started with assault rifles. And then once you start with an assault rifle, the the game is balanced around the fact like, this is where the sniper spawns. This is where the rocket spawn. This is where the sword spawns. This is where the shotgun is. And so it's it's about map control. And after not playing a game like that in a long time, you get your ass kicked really hard. Really hard because you're just used to like running and gunning and like, you know, running wherever you want. And then you realize like, no, there is a balance and flow to these matches. They change some things where... You know, Halo was notorious for not having sprint in the first couple of Halos, and now there is unlimited sprint, which most games don't have. But the trade-off for that is that you don't have, your shields won't recharge if you're sprinting. You have to stop sprinting to let your health come back. And so, you know, you'll be this moment where you're like running, you're like running, you're running, you're like, oh good, I'm out of danger, and then you die anyway because you haven't stopped running. But because of all the running, the game actually moves very quickly. So you have to like catch up to the speed of the game. Which was, you know, I, uh, the first two or three hours I played, I got my ass just handed to me over and over again. And I just had to readjust and get used to the flow and, like, learning the maps and learning the way that the game, you know, almost dictates itself. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like you know that there is going to be choke points in certain areas because that's where the weapons are. And so there's a lot of baiting as well where you're like... Oh, the sword's up. I'm going to run and get... Oh, God, there's three guys just waiting here for me because that's right. what they want. That's that's how those games can be played. First of all, it looks spectacular. Running in 60 frames a second, it is a really, really, really pretty-looking Halo game. Yeah, when I saw you playing it last week, it looked really good. Yeah. Um, so, like, I you know, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's Halo, and Halo comes with, like, a certain crowd attached to it um, that, you know isn't really my scene anymore but what's nice is that you can just mute people that mute button is the best thing they ever did for online. muted uh but man like i ended up playing a lot of it by myself and i hate playing online shooters by myself 
So, but I didn't really have many people to play this with. So I would just well, go to in be there. Fair, you did. You said to me, get the Master Chief Collection because you'll really like it. And then you get access to Halo 5. And I was like, oh, okay. And then like a day later, he's like, don't play it. You will hate your life. Don't play it. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> because right now you're so focused into Destiny, like right. the, the, the PvP in Destiny, which is like the thing I love the most about you because you were so <laughs> against it. Oh, yeah. And every time I sign on, you're playing Crucible, Crucible by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but it like it took me hours to like break my brain and be like, that's not grenade. That's punch. That's not oh, punch. Yeah. That's jump. Yeah. Like they're two different sets of controls. Yeah. That was throwing me off when I started going through Halo 1, like the first one oh recently. Yeah. I was throwing grenades, like going out of business. That's right. We started Halo 1 together. Yes, we did. Yep. Jackie, Jackie got the Master Chief Collection <laughs> and we've made it a goal. He never to... told me there was driving. Just oh, to yeah. put that out there. I didn't never tell her about the mentioned. Warthog in Halo 1. I was like, she God. asked me what level were you on in the first Halo. I'm like, I'm like seven. So go home, put it on like normal and then just play as much oh. as you can. And then I'll join you as soon as I'm done yeah. with whatever I was doing. Yep. And the Warthog and level, Halo I think the par was 20 minutes. It took me like an hour and 40 because I, I just, I couldn't drive the thing. Could cool. not drive that car. Well, luckily they get easier in the following <laughs> games. But we're actually thinking about streaming out. Yes. Doing like a little streaming thing. Justin mm-hmm. and Jackie or Jackie and Justin put in alphabetical order. Do Halo. <laughs> and so we have a year, just about a year, I think, to beat all yeah. of the Halo games before Halo 5 comes out. So we're like, we're oh, more so than gonna halfway. Yeah. yeah, we're going we're gonna to play through all the games. We're more than halfway on the first one. Yeah, we're on and the we s- figure we'll start streaming once we hit the second one. Yeah. We'll start putting it out there. And Ah, uh, you sure about that? You don't want to start over? No, I don't want to start over. Oh I hate my God. Halo 1 with a passion. It was, it was pretty bad. Like, I want to get through it, but it, the levels all look exactly the same. Also, I actually had no idea what Halo was about. Nothing, like, it, it passed me by. You know, I don't really, know what it's about either. Yeah, I had no idea. And so I start playing it. And within the first level, I come around the corner to see the enemy. And it looked like maybe an Ewok with like a weird thing on its back. And Grunts. I was like, what is going on? An Ewok? Oh my it's, God. They're like two feet tall. No, it doesn't look like, no, it doesn't like an Ewok. No, it's, it's, it's the way it runs. It was like, hee. And it like runs like a, like a crab on oh acid. Oh my God. I was dying with laughter. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, I hate Halo 1 with a passion. I mean, okay. when you go back and play it, you realize like this is just reused assets over and over and over. I've only again. played. I've played the first two. I didn't like the first one. I enjoyed the second one. That's where the second one's where it gets good. It was the plasma sword that did oh, it for well. me. That thing is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, Halo One. I, I think I, I've said this before on the show. I mean, amazing for its time. Um, changed the way the shooters are played, but it just breaks your brain when you go back because you're like, there's no direction. It's like, I have to go halfway across the map in a direction that I wasn't going, but it doesn't tell you that. And it's like, you can get lost in some of the levels because all the rooms look exactly the same. Yep. And there's no, like, there's no way to tell exactly what direction you're going. Like, say if you die, you start in a room, you're like, this room just looks like the last room, and the next room looks like this room. Like, which way do we go now? I would have been really, like, it would have taken me hours and hours more if I wasn't playing with Justin. Luckily, he remembered enough about playing the first one. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this is the one where they're all going to look the same, but you're going to go this way, then we're going to go that way. If I was left to my own devices, I still wouldn't even be halfway through it. I hate when you're walking in an open world and, like, your marker to get to where you need to get looks like it's just to the left. So you just got to keep walking <laughs> left and then you walk left yes. and there's a giant mountain yep. right Because you were way. supposed to go all the way to the right Yeah, to you go were supposed to, to go around right. to go left yeah. and yeah. you're just standing there like, oh. Halo 1 doesn't have markers. 
It's oh, just yeah. like figure it out. Yeah. Awesome. Which was like which was made what made the game difficult back then. But honestly, right now I just want to get through the it's first one. It's just annoying. Yeah. So we're gonna start streaming once we hit that second one. We're gonna start streaming. Yeah. And because uh, that's where the game gets pretty. Yes. Um, thinking about streaming Resident Evil. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Very nice. Going Good. back. We actually had a question about that. We'll get to in a bit. All right. Yeah. Uh, so like I yeah I, I'm a fan of Halo Five. I'm really excited to play more of it. Cool. Uh, there were a couple of really interesting modes. Uh, there was like a territories mode where it was about holding holding bases, and another mode where it's like you've got one life. Once you're out, you're out. And uh, <laughs> you know, I I really can't wait to play it. Like you know, I've been soured on the last couple of Halo multiplayers, but if it's like this, I'll play more of it. Is the Master Chief Collection Colverba Collection fixed at this point? I haven't tried multiplayer in a while. Um, when we were playing with Jackie, I think back back around Christmas, I, I got into a couple of matches pretty easily while I was waiting for her to finish up a level. Okay. So it's running, and the achievements that I didn't get that were unlocked but not unlocking, they unlocked. So, oh, so they popped, all right. So far, so good, and, and the stuff that I've played. Uh, awesome. And the last thing I played was Evolve. I played about five hours of Evolve in their technical tests. I played Yeah, I played about two hours of it. I played ten minutes. Okay. I did play it, though. So I played the most. So yeah, good job, Jackie. Sorry. Good job with the gummy bears. <laughs> Hopefully, Bobby doesn't listen to this show. Oh yeah, Bobby would be really mad if I chew my way through this one too. So I played the most. I'll start. Um, well, let's let's not monologue it. Let's have a discussion. <laughs> All right, that's fine. All that's right. fine. So you know, you guys know that I really liked I really liked the game the first time I played it, and I was soured on the beta. Yes, and I was soured on the beta because of um, it was frustrating. Uh, to play one match and then sit for 20 minutes and then wait for another match and play. Yeah, it wasn't so much about the gameplay you were frustrated with. It, it was, was the servers. servers. Okay. Yeah. And the servers in this game, uh, in, in this technical test on the PS4, were still not 100%, and they were still taking too long for my liking. But where the game changed for me, uh, where I started to feel really good about it, was I was able to get into a room with... Uh, I was playing with Eric, and I, we got in with three other guys, which is the max. And we stayed in that room with those guys for about three hours. Okay. And so this is how it went for the three hours. I was level two. Eric was three. The other guy was about six. And the guy who was the monster and kept being the monster was level nine. So he had the second monster unlock the Kraken, the flying guy. And this guy wiped our faces in the dirt for an hour and a half. So the rounds would end in like five to ten minutes and Every time he got to stage two, he would one-shot all of us, and the round would just end because that monster is insanely OP at level two. But very slowly and surely, Eric and I, you know, while communicating, we're like, okay, like, we know he's at level two. Let's, like, save our jetpack when we see him so that way we can dodge him. And we started doing a little bit more damage and a little bit more damage, and he would still wipe our, our faces in the dirt. And then one time we actually survived long enough to get to stage three and then it was just over. Like it was just <laughs> over instantly. But we were like, holy crap, we made stage three. Like that's an achievement in itself. Two rounds later we beat him. And it was the most exciting thing I felt in a very long time. It was on par okay. with Destiny's Raids. Because this guy, what's different about it is like it's not just a video game boss. A video game boss is programmed to do certain things at certain times. Yeah, they behave in the way that they're They behave in the way to. that they're programmed yeah. to behave, and they could behave like assholes. Playing against another person, they are an asshole. <laughs> and they're going to do everything they can to make yeah. you suffer. Because they personally have something invested in beating you. Yes, and that's the thing, is that this guy 
could tell eventually we were starting to figure him out and he changed his strategy against us. So we knew that when he ran at stage two to go get to stage three, we were like, okay, we got you now. And then he turned around and kicked our, fa- our, our teeth in. <laughs> so then the, bat- like the next battle would go on and we got a little bit further and a little bit further until that last p- moment we were like, we got him in stage two and we knew he was going to run and Eric had waited. And I was like, do not put down the dome. Just wait till he turns his back to go. And so he did and then he ran into a wall where he couldn't get out. So Eric puts down – he was playing the trapper class. He put down those anchors where he's stuck in the ground. Mm-hmm. And then one of the guys was able to call down the orbital strike. And when we took him down, it was like elation. <laughs> like losing doesn't feel bad in that game right. because, you know, it's you just, lose. It's you like, kinda, like, oh, yeah. God, that sucked. But like, all right, let's go back and we'll get him this time. All right, it's going to sound really cheesy, but it's like you evolve too, right? You figure oh, yeah. it out. You go through steps. <laughs> no, I, I know. No, right? no, in, that was pretty in, bad. In a way, no, but in a way, you're totally correct. It, it was, but it's okay. <laughs> in a way, you're totally correct. Like – we played long enough to where it's not like a video game boss where you figure out his his pattern and like okay like like on a raid in destiny once you know the way through no, it's not difficult anymore it just you know you just got to complete the steps in this you're fight you're fighting a boss who's just like you know what i'm not going to use that move anymore i'm just going to use this one the whole time and you're like well i'm not ready for that right. i'm not ready for you to turn and run at stage you know, usually at stage 1 you're thinking like oh he's going to turn and run if we see him no he, all of a sudden he engaged us so it's like you really have to like think on your feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was better uh, was that we played so long in that one room just over and over again that we actually leveled up and got to access um, the different set of classes. So it's like it's the same four classes, but yeah. there's different versions of them. There's three different versions of those classes, and every time it plays different. Oh, so I didn't realize that. I'm particular to the sniper class, which is the healer. So the first sniper class, uh, her, her name is Val. She has a healing ray. She has a trank gun that will slow down the monster. And she has a sniper rifle that will, when you hit the monster with the sniper rifle, it creates these circles where it'll, he'll take extra dam- uh, damage in those places. And she also has this like healing burst, which will like do an area of effect heal around everyone around her. She was good. I liked her a lot. But once you die, like once you go down, like, like the monster knocks you down, you could be revived. After a certain amount of time, you can't be revived anymore, and you have to wait for a dropship to come in. Now, what's cool about that is if I died first, it takes two minutes for the dropship to come in. But right. if Eric died when there was 10 seconds to go, Eric's only got 10 seconds to wait oh, to come okay. back in. The second healer, his name's Lazarus. He has that same healing burst, but that doesn't do a lot of heals. But what he does is say you're dead, and you, are like, you, can't, be, you can't be brought back like, by any other player. He can while well, he can turn invisible and run up and bring that player back from the dead, so that way you don't have to wait for the dropship. So now turning around and beating this guy who kept kicking our teeth in became easier because I kept going invisible where he couldn't right. find me, and I would go get the person who would have to normally wait for the dropship to come in, and then revive them so now they're yeah. back in the fight. So like, um, each class is different. Like the first the the first support class for Eric, um, could do one thing. But the second support is a robot who could take off his head, and he will stay stationary and throw his head, and now Eric is flying the head through the level looking for the monster. And once he finds the monster, if he stays with him long enough, he could tell the head, okay, return to me, and now there's an icon on the screen showing us where the monster is at all times. So like there's, so there's this, a like, lot of strategy and a lot so of so much um, there's so much strategy yeah. and it's got this weird thing. Steve, I'll let you jump in, in one second. Okay. It's different than every other game. Because the way that the game is balanced, 
In the beginning, the monster is weak. No matter what monster you play, he's weak and he can die very easily in stage one. Right. So at stage one, you are chasing after the monster. Yeah, and he's trying to level up by eating, eating small and, beasts. Right? And, you know, leveling up. At stage two, you are even. Right. At stage three, you want to run from the monster. And, yeah. and you have to defend that area. But, like, it's this interesting thing where in the beginning you're, you're chasing. And at the end, you want to run away because yeah. he can kill you by just by looking at you. So it's like right in the middle there when everyone's at when he's at stage two, it's like the two of you are colliding at one time, and that's where the game is balanced the best. Okay. So I played it, and if the servers are good, which is what I need to know, I'm going to be playing this game for a long time. It completely resold itself to me. Okay. Now go. <laughs> All of what you just said, none of that happened for me. Yeah. None of it. None of it. I didn't know any of that. So tell us about your experience. My experience with it was really shitty, to be honest. Um, I did not have a good time with it, and that's why when you said we were texting before the show, and you're like, well, I, I loved it. I thought it was, as you put it, rad. Super rad. Super rad. And I said, well, good, because I want you, I want you to turn me around on this. Here's, my, here's the thing. I did not play with anybody. Like, it took, I think, like, eight to nine hours for me to download it. That's so strange. Oh, mine took forever as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, it was, well, it's 20. It was 20 gigs. Yeah. So it's a, it, it took a long time, and I stopped any and all uploads or downloads I had the whole bit. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I got it, and it was one of those things where everybody was off playing something else, and I was just, like, testing it out and testing the waters, and... Without being able to communicate with your party, it was the most aimless thing that I had played. And I just, it it soured me a little bit because the journey of finding the monster for that first time, like I'm walking and I'm trudging and I'm jumping and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And we're following these blue tracks, you know, and, but it goes on for like a good, like five, seven, eight minutes. If you can't find them right away. Right. And without being able to communicate with my party, I don't know these guys. I don't have my headphones on or anything. I'm just checking out the game. There's no, like, I could picture that being the time where you're back in it and you're having discussions about how you're going to approach the battle this next time. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm, I'm missing out on all of that because right. I'm not playing with a party. I can see that aspect being a problem. Yeah. And um, what you call it? I have, like, I have questions. Um, if you're the medic... Oh, is the only thing that you do is heal, or can you heal and attack? No, you, you you switch back and forth. So you pull out your healing, you pull out your heal gun if you're the first okay. medic, and you're healing. Okay. But then you put the heal gun away. You grab out your sniper rifle. It's like it's very frantic. So like I, I totally get what you're saying. Running after the monster, boring. It's just it's it, it can be super boring. Right. But fighting the monster, frantic. Well, that's see that was the other part of it is I was because of the terrain, like because of like the multi tier terrain. I was losing the monster all the time, like constantly turning my camera around and trying to find him and having to like 360 my camera at like a weird angle to try and get to him and, and stuff like that. And again, that could just be like, I need more time with the game. I need to get better just at, the, like at more, the traversal yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, once you get that down, though, it's, it's pretty easy to keep him, you know, when you find him, it's pretty easy to keep him in sight. Right. See, my concern with it is I'm wondering if it's going to be kind of like a Titanfall case where like, it comes out, I get it, and I'm going to you know love it for what it is, but then beyond that, 
is there anything left to the game beyond always being able to play with people? They have a single player mode. It's called Evacuation, okay. but I didn't get a chance to play it. Well, it looked like they had a, a video of like a, a mode that's going to be coming out on the 10th that looked like it was solo, and they just throw you into like a horde mode. It's not like that. At least I don't think so. I, I think it's more of like kind of what the single-player mode is. Like you want to evacuate these people. You're fighting the monsters. You can switch between the classes. All right, uh, but they, they, I mean, they do have like a single-player slash kind of story thing to so it. So they're doing like a Titanfall, like half and half yeah. kind of thing. See, I what I would love, and maybe they'll do this in the future, is download. Like, I would love a free for all, like ten to twelve people in a room with constantly spawning monsters. Oh yeah, I mean that would be great. Yeah. I mean, the game itself. I, I mean, there's there's single player games, and then there's you know there's a mixture of both, and then this new thing is like there are these games that are played best multiplayer, right? Like a Titanfall, and I think this falls into the category. I have not got to play the single player thing yet. I'm definitely going to when the game comes out, just so like you know you play the different classes, and you see which one you like it in like a non pressurized setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I mean, being able to play in a room finally and just for like three hours sit down and like bang this thing out back to like round after round after round like two minutes in between rounds was like it was the part that turned me like i would love when the game comes out for us to like you know try it can you no i'm i'm in i'm I'm in i want to be in on it but here's my other question because we were wondering about this when you played it the last time and it wasn't there can you rotate the monster position within your own group it's still unknown. Oh, see. see, but this is the, this is the part, and I still don't know if this is. Here's what I think: they don't want people to go online with a group of five people where there's ranked like a rank where you're going to be ranking up and stuff, and then just cheese the hell out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason that Destiny doesn't let you go in three v three with six friends. Yeah, that's true. Because otherwise, you're going to have the person who's doing the monster just stand there and die over and over, over and, and over, over again while we rank up. What I do think yeah. they will do if they, if not at launch afterwards, they haven't said this yet, so it could be there, and I just don't know it. Is like in Halo, you can play offline modes together, like, and you're not getting experience, um, and you're not, you know, you're not worrying about that other stuff. It's like, just a party mode. It's just a party mode. Yeah. Right. If this game doesn't shit with that, I will be stunned because I can't picture going in uh, with five friends and being like, yeah, we can't go online and play together. It makes so, no sense whatsoever. So if you wanted a monster gameplay, you would have to prioritize the monster, and then you would be essentially playing solo, guesting in other people's rooms and yeah. then fucking them up. Yeah, see, the weird thing was, like, they would Eric and I joined as a party, and they're like, oh, because you're a party, you won't be the monster. And then we were the monster anyway. Like, one time Eric was the monster, another time my All friend right, Alan so, was the monster. So it's unclear at best. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I can't picture them not having a way for you to, like, get together with five friends and play Evolve. Like, it just does not make sense to me at all. Right. All right, well, I might have a lot of work to do on Destiny if I ever want to play the damn thing again, but <laughs> I will get down on Evolve from the beginning. Yeah, um, and the main part of this story is the fact that Justin was, you know, very upset kind of disappointed after the alpha yeah and no. now he's fully back into it again. yeah well i mean the the part that worries me the most is the servers like right. i am worried about the servers so much so that i tweeted at uh, at turtle rock and evolve and was like i'm worried about your servers like <laughs> this is like this is freaking me out like i'm worried right. at launch right. this is going to be a mess and they're like well the technical they actually answered me back they're like technical test is for us to figure out mm-hmm. and be able to gauge the servers so that way we can fix when the game launches on february i think it's like 10th right so we got a couple yeah. of weeks but like we need we need to know from you that it's slow. That's the whole part. That was the whole purpose yeah. of like one of the one of the things in the agreement was like they wanted people to stream it. 
Yeah. I mean, and I got in uh, – if I went in solo, I got in right away. Mm-hmm. So if I was with a party, it took a little bit. If I was in a bigger party, it took a while. So I need to see how those servers play. But as far as the gameplay, I'm sold. I'm sold for however long that keeps me engaged because okay. I haven't played anything like that ever. Well, there are a lot of February releases. Yeah, there you are. Know, uh, January's dead, and then uh, there's at least like three to five major titles coming out in February. Something like that. At least. Yeah. Um, the Witcher. No, The Witcher got moved back to May. <laughs> Well then, <laughs> uh, but uh, there are big uh, big games coming out in February. Uh, the other big one that I'm thinking of is The Order. The Order comes out in February. Oh, I want to play that. Yeah, I definitely. Everybody wants play to that. play that game. It looks really pretty. Mm, tasty. What were you gonna say, Jackie? I was gonna say pop me, but what? I was like, oh, I'm just gonna catch a whole load of shit. You don't want to play that? Not really. I yeah. watched the trailer. Like, I was like, eh. looks like Assassin's yeah. Creed with werewolves. What is wrong? It with does you? not look like Assassin's well, Creed no, with werewolves. Art, art. I know. Well, not even. No, it was like the shooting mechanics. I was like, oh, I don't know. That's going to kind of drive me a little crazy. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens when it comes out. <laughs> I hope that game is good. I really do. Me too. I guess we'll find out when the I'm game finally comes out. I'm not totally adverse to playing it. It's just not going to be a day one pickup for me. Like I'll wait and see if you know, see who says what about it. Yeah, I'm kind of concerned about. Uh, I've been thinking about that a lot. The whole day one pickup because I always do that, and mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I might need to adapt my strategies a yeah, bit my strategies and maybe wait like a day or so even just a day just to let see if it's like well especially if it fucking works yeah that's the thing is they have to see if it yeah. works now i mean yeah. we'd have to worry about that in the past like we're at that point yeah. yeah do you know how upsetting it was to get an xbox one for christmas and not be able to log on to anything i can picture it being pretty frustrating because it's i horrible. tried to sit here and play <laughs> whatever it was whatever it was freaking yeah. any game <laughs> online when we were all in the same boat First exactly. first time with it wasn't enough for you, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was but man, you know, now that I have it again, I really missed this. <laughs> I don't know why I ever gave you up in the first <laughs> place. Oh, I'm sorry. It was horrible. My poor nephew got a PS4 and Destiny on Christmas Day. Ah, uh, it stinks. Can't play it. Yeah, it took days again. Horrible. Anyway, on a more positive Nerd note. world problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're gonna get out of here kind of soon. I mean, we got a couple of questions that we could uh, we can answer, but I think we're just gonna do one, and then we're gonna get out of here. All right. Running a little bit long, uh, and it's relevant to um, it's relevant to what happened uh, today. I mean, Microsoft had their um, their Windows press conference, uh, as it were, and uh, they announced something that was pretty cool. It's called Hololens, and it's I guess kind of their answer to Project Morpheus and the Oculus. It's their kind of VR but more holographic tech. I mean, they had a cool video up where they're showing. You know, this person wearing this headset and then still seeing the room that they're sitting in, but seeing virtual displays of whatever is interesting to them, their TV, uh, the weather, whatnot. Uh, They showed possibilities with the way that, you know, you could use it in a work setting or if you were going to be playing a game like Minecraft. They showed Minecraft being like, oh, yeah, the house that you're building is sitting, you know, on your coffee table. And so Nintendad asks us, uh, any idea what you'd like to do? Uh, what you'd like to see game companies do with the HoloLens. I mean, so, Steve, you saw the trailer right before we sat down. I showed it to Jackie mm-hmm. 15 minutes before you got here. I watched it an hour before that. So we had a little, a, a little time to think. I got a good one. You got a good one? Yeah. Go ahead. Imagine if you go to work and, you know, people are annoying you like they always do, except you can switch into game mode and it's Assassin's Creed and you can jump down off your desk, stab them in the head, walk off like nothing happened. We need Except get, it wouldn't really happen in real life. We need to get life. you some serious help. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Like, you know, just virtually 
kill everyone that annoys you all day long, except it wouldn't really happen. My mouth. But you'd see it happening. My mouth is actually agape right now <laughs> that you're saying all this into the microphone. The For those listening, right? Jackie works with jams and jellies. I do. Every jar comes with just a little bit of blood from her victims. <laughs> Goodness. Jackie, it's so dark. Steve's great with Skippy Nobody else thought about that? No, Seriously? I honestly no, no, can say that that's not what I thought of. The first thing oh. that came to my mind. All right. You know, uh, I'll game, be quiet like, then. game companies, I'm thinking, like, all right, like, what could Destiny do with this? But the thing with Destiny is, like, that's more like VR tech. So, like, what would I like to to see with, like, a hologram? And so, like, I, they, they showed, like, you sat down and all of a sudden, you're like, it'll project your TV in front of your face, which is cool and everything. But I'd like to, you know, with game companies, maybe do, like, thing like, you know, couch co-op isn't that big thing anymore. So, like, I'd really like to experience, like, a couch co-op setting. Like, we're sitting here playing a game that's being projected in front of me and I'm still seeing my room. But, like, off to the side, they showed, like... In the video, they showed like a Skype setting where you could see the other person's face. Like, I'd love to have it where it was like a dual thing where, you know, I'm looking at the TV, but I could also look to the left a little bit and I could see Jackie's face sitting there. So it's like Do we're having that. Ask yourself that question seriously. <sighs> Do you really want to have to part up with me actually kind of sitting next to you while we play the game? I'll just choose Steve then. <laughs> so that we could have that, you know, that, that couch co-op experience of being able to look at the person and say something to the person with, you know, actually them being there. Like, that was the first thing that came that came to mind for me for, like, a holographic setting. Glitches all, out and yeah. they're suddenly naked sitting next to you. <laughs> exactly. The both of you are, are wildly those, inappropriate all today. All those hand signals I'm throwing at everyone when we're playing the raid and they're like, oh, really? You didn't do this? Or what are you doing? You'd be able to see me doing it. and then Okay, murdery person. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Well, the first thing that came to my mind, uh, video games, two types of games I would love to have for that kind of system is uh, puzzle games. Like just like that that oh. thing with the with the Minecraft sitting on the coffee table. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Like, yes. what if they came up with games where you just like you reach up in front of you and you pull up, you know, I don't know. Put this over here. Yeah, like, yeah. like kind of like you move around the paths or just whatever whatever kind of game you want to build, but you have a three D environment holographically in front of you that you are kind of pushing and pulling the hmm. technology to traverse through yeah. the maze. That's a good so idea. So I like that idea. Um, I was just thinking, if we said puzzle, I was thinking like Luminez or... Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, another thing I would love is um, some kind of corridor shooter. I think would be crazy if you could just sit on your couch and like a corridor-style shooter would come out in front of you. I don't know what we would do that as would far be really as like funny. motion sickness would be concerned, but... Um, I would, I would love That'd be to great. be sitting there and you use, you know, either a controller or your hands and it's just right in front of you and it's in 3d and it's coming out of you holographically. I thought that would be oh, cool. Oh, imagine you've all heard my story about how I play Skyrim on the elliptical, right? Yeah. And like, imagine that, imagine standing on an elliptical playing a corridor shooter with a VR headset. How much fun would that but that's be? That's VR. This is more like holographic. Like that, even that, you know, you're seeing, you're still seeing, fun. you're still seeing everything in front of you, but you're seeing bits and pieces of things in front of you. Like, you know, whatever was, you know, in the video they showed, like whatever was relevant to your interest, the weather, you know, your your location, news on your refrigerator. Mm. Let me let me let me paint you a, a scenario, please. Okay. Please do. <laughs> what if? Let's just say. And and somebody's gonna say like, oh, you know, they could just watch it on TV. They could watch the DVD. You're gonna miss the point. Um, imagine if you're not able to leave the house. Let's say you have some kind of a disability. Uh, I have a friend whose sister uh, suffers from spinal injuries and constant headaches and can't deal with noise. Bjork is coming to Carnegie Hall in March and April in New York. 
she wants very desperately to go, but can't go because she can't handle the sound. And she would go if she had noise-canceling headphones, but then what the hell is the point? Yeah. So imagine if they were able to develop the technology where they can actually take like a shot of that performance or a multi-camera shot of that performance and actually send it to you digitally and beam it into your set and a holographic version of that concert can play right in your living room. You can pay the ticket price. That would be awesome. And you That'd can watch cool. the show. I'd want a discount on the ticket price, to be fair, though. Fuck no. <laughs> it's right. You have the best seat in the house. It's right there. I mean, you might not be there, but mm-hmm. for people that aren't able to make it out and do those types of things. It's true. Like, and you can buy a six-pack, not have to buy like a $10 beer at the venue. Yeah. That's a bonus. The way Jackie thinks is amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's, I don't know. That's something that I think would be really cool to do with it yeah mm-hmm. i mean those are all really cool ideas i mean they showed a concept video today and you could just tell it's a concept video i mean they also when they showed the connect it was like oh my god this is amazing and then you got the connect and you're like this is not this is not that <laughs> but i mean th- it's showing that you know they're mo- hopefully moving in the direction where this type of stuff that we saw in the video would be possible one day and it's exciting to think about imagine that imagine having mm-hmm. like some kind of zombie app so you're just walking around la 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 going about your business <laughs> and all of a sudden bam there's a zombie right in the hallway Bam, there's a zombie in the bathroom. How cool would that be? It would be cool. <laughs> I love you. There's a zombie <laughs> watching you poop. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I've got so many good ideas. <laughs> Knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how great with that? Oh, I've got to get in touch with my Zombies in the soon. bathroom. All right. <laughs> you got to start developing the app right now. Oh, I am. I'm going to work on it. Definitely. With that. <laughs> We're going to end today's show. Zombies in your shit. (laughs) Exactly. Just taking a piss and, ah, zombie. How great would that be? Okay. (laughs) Never eat alone. (laughs) We're Talking Games. You can find us at Talking underscore Games on Twitter. And if you have any suggestions for us, you can email email (laughs) us at TalkingGamesPC at gmail.com. They have to be as good as the zombie app, though. Make them good. Get a Google us directions (laughs) to Bellevue for Jackie. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the Talking Cam- uh, Talking Comics website has a whole bunch of podcasts for you. The Talking Comics podcast, you can find them at Talking Comics. The Misfits, the Misfits podcast, which is at the underscore Misfits. Uh, talking Movies, which is at Movies Talking. And the Valiant podcast, which is at Talking Valiant. <laughs> it's a mouthful, isn't it? A little bit. Um, what about you? Where are you? Where can I find you? I don't know if you can find me. I try and... I'm looking right just, at you. Just look to your left. I try and Carmen San Diego myself. <laughs> I'm at Joe Roke, J-O-R-O-A-K. Jackie? I'm at Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. I am at dead underscore anchorus. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week, and please remember, when using the bathroom, look behind the curtain for zombies. <laughs> <laughs>